the amount of information that Google has on you, if you're also good willingly giving them your DNA, 100%, they're gonna clone you. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Civ Show Podcast, where we suck so you don't have to. I'm your host, Moisas. Raising Zozo and Nystagmus, and it, it look at this new layout. If for people who are listening to us on Twitch, look at this new and improved, super clean, no more purple, baby, just black and white. You like it? You looking at it, Nystagmus? I see very, you looking at something. Very, very nice, boy. It's very nice. <laughs> uh, so we got we got some things to talk about. Let's start with uh, let's start with Sunday with Van Bradley, the continuation part two. Of the Vietnam, I kind of, I kind of feel outnumbered here, man. Um, got, got the. Oh no, I'm joking. Moy's the one who's outnumbered. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm like, what are you talking about? Bam Bradley's the one that's not here. It's my teammate that's not here. What were you guys doing? I need to know what your strategy was. Did you have? Did you guys have a strategy at all? Going the strategy into the is not to have a strategy. To be unpredictable. Uh, yeah, we had a strategy. We had a strategy. I just. Like I had like two like huge massive critical like one turn military errors that cost me dearly, but uh, you know our strategy was to put you off by attacking you from the side there, and, and while we did other things. Now it succeeded in the end, but you know a big part of that end would have come a lot sooner if I had not been a dote, a dote. A dolt, a dope. How about a dope? A dope. A dope. A dope. dope. And uh, I, I had just not realized because I, I went from my, um, I keep calling them quagmires. <laughs> I went from my, <laughs> I went from my quagmire, uh, my trireme or quireme or whatever it's called. Oh, my shooty boat, my shooty yeah. boat, my ancient shooty boat um, to frigates, and I didn't realize that I had already had the technology for battleships. I just went out of order, right? What? So, <laughs> so, or I, I like, I got it really, so I, I upgraded to frigates, right? And, or, or I like, or it was like the next turn I got it. I didn't realize it uh, until several turns into it. There was like, oh my God, I can build battleships. So I had frigates firing at you and there were fleets and you were scared of fleets of frigates, but you would have been even scared of fleets of battleships. Uh, and I think yes. I lost a couple frigate fleets um or they got they got critically wounded and it slowed things down but then when i realized the mistake that i had made i was like oh i have fleets of battleships and then those cities fell very quickly or that one city fell very very quickly Mm -hmm. um so i feel like if i had been thinking if i'd been using big brain um (laughs) that i would have planned oh just go to battleships and then attack there there was one moment i want to remind like there was one moment as as your allies though that i was scared that you're going to start playing on tilt um was when moy apparently had some like field cannon that shot at your battleship 
and it like almost killed the battleship. Um, oh my and, god! And you were just like, "What? Why did it do so much damage? I don't get it. This is stupid." <laughs> and I had to give him all the math. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it was a battleship. I think it was a fleet of frigates that you shot at that it that it almost killed. I don't think it was a battleship. I could have sworn it was a battleship. It like, was. It was an army of. I killed an army of field cannon in one turn. Yeah, that, that I that, remember yeah. that, and that was like that was a, a bad misclick. And, on my and also, part. you were also mad that your first battleship volley didn't like do as much damage like as you thought it should have. Um, and I, I just, I just know that you were just like, okay, what the hell? I just like upgrade to like, and then and then and then you realized that it was gonna overwhelm him anyway. But like, there was that moment I was like, oh, he's gonna go and tilt and just like kamikaze into like a city or something. And <laughs> like, there, I I do recall a moment where it was like, I'm just abandoning this whole tactic. Yeah, I remember that because uh, yeah. it's like. Like th- th- this map is like it's a hard map. There's this this insane bottleneck on both ends in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like three turns later, it was oh total reversal of favor. Oh, I have battleships. That's why I was. I'm like I'm pretty sure he destroyed a fleet of frigates that upset me. I was like ah oh, fleet of frigates because once I brought the battleships in, it was two turns I think two or three turns tops and that city was destroyed. And, yeah, and like it was long. the, the no. turn that you captured our city state that that I blitzed. I had my I was like, I had it all in my head. I was like, OK, I can embark and attack in one turn. So as long as he doesn't put a military unit right here in that one little landing spot that I had, I'm going to raise his city. And like this was I don't after know why I would put a unit there though. Well, because it because it uh, it would prevent me from. I would have died to your battleships though. Yes, of course, died. of course. I know yeah. it would. It, 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 but then my battleships were not shooting at your land, and it, yeah, it would have been a total. You want us to do what, sir? Just stand there. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. What are, what are these ships? Oh, they can't hit you. Look, they're out at sea. They're way out what of sea. What are those mortar shells? What are, what's coming at me? Don't worry, just that, stand right there. But <laughs> like when I finally overtook you, like that was after defeat after defeat after defeat. And it's like if you've ever had like a running lose streak in poker and then you finally get that big win. I don't know if you know oh. that feeling. That's what it felt yeah, like. Yeah. I was like, oh, finally. Boy's not invincible. His game genie turned off for one <laughs> turn. And I was able to slip in and I did, I was like, you know what? I actually probably should have kept the city in hindsight. Uh, but I was like, Could no, you have? I think so. Just because you didn't really have a whole bit, a lot of response. And like it, it was in this inconvenient space. But I was like, no, I'm not I'm not dealing with rebellion. I'm not dealing with the fact that maybe you have a secret force that I didn't see. So I just raised it to the ground. Uh, mm-hmm. Died. And and now, like in that northern sea, I can harass you. But of course, you don't have a lot of stuff up there. Uh, but no. it, it would be a foothold, right? It would be now you have to worry about, you know, nystagmus in one area and me in another. Uh, it doesn't help you guys have bombers. I don't know how many you have. I know you have at least one. I don't even know how many we have, to be honest with you. It's um, not mine. They're not mine. <laughs> yeah. And like, it helps us. It helps us, though, that Moy's in the wrong. Like, that's why Van Bradley was complaining that. He's like, I was wondering why he was very upset that he couldn't use like his allies districts and stuff very specifically. Right. And I yeah, was like, and that's oh. why. Yeah, because because Moy is you can in land your bomber, though, can't you in an ally? No, no, you can't. Oh, he, he can no. put airstrips. He can put airstrips in neutral territory. He can't put them in my. Territory. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's kind of so, silly. 
Yeah. So um, Moy is in between me and him. And yeah. the encampment that he attacked is apparently the farthest you can possibly attack. Oh, for now, for now, <laughs> for, now. for now. But I'll, I may just decide to put up some uh, air defenses then and see what happens he, to and his bombers. Then he's five. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. He's five sciences ahead of me because like he's your tech. I Like, obviously, I'm out teching Moy, but like, yeah, you know, Kubla Khan is not tech. You know, you two are not tech uh you're right now super production but i think is nystagmus out culturing you i am yeah yeah I, I have weak culture i have very weak culture yeah yeah so so but your production is insane you have you know i think you yes. said your one city has a production of 100 150 150 150 all we gotta do is hunt down those stupid like uh OP well, Myers, you know, yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> on my way to bombers. Myers. They're, they're OP Myers. Uh, OP. I'm on my Myers. way to bombers, so like, I'll have to like see if I can bomb those. That that'll be great. If I can bomb his uh, his vampire castles, you know, he just has to send his vampire to repair them. But uh, yeah, it's problematic. His production is problematic. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. But that only goes to my capital city. I still have 50 production in all of my cities. Like, I'm still doing very well. My, my, my I have like three cities that have a 60 production, but I have a lot of cities. Right. Uh, yeah, and I think have I have I think I have more cities than anyone else right now uh, on the map. Van Bradley has a lot. He's got a he's got a bit. Yeah. I don't know. I think me, I think you, me and Moy got stuck between you guys. And I just gave Zoe a wide berth. I was just like, you just take over that continent, man. You just I think do I it. have like 12 <laughs> cities right now. Van Bradley Ford settled me. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I ran out of room. I have no more room to settle anyway. So with allies like that, who needs enemies? Uh, yeah, I, I, I do have a feeling. I don't think the game will go that much longer. And I think the biggest because especially that we're, we've decided, OK, we're, we're going to ignore other victory conditions and just go with our other one. Canada right. is going to be hard to take. I don't think India, especially if you only have to take the capital. I don't remember if we said you have to take the whole take out the whole sieve or just the capital. I kind of want to take out the whole sieve. Like I, I would rather do that. Yeah. I, okay. So yeah. that might be harder, just because. But yeah, you're like uh, Ottawa. I don't even know where it is. I'm guessing it's landlocked. Whereas yes, it, it is. Freaking Delhi is like, you know, <laughs> right coast coastal. <laughs> India's not doing anything. You know, it's just there. It's annoying Canada's me. Canada's not doing anything either. With my its guy. faith. Like, Canada's hey, just there. Has India like is doing at least one thing. India is be, being friends with us. Even though we've been at war the entire game, India is still like, hey guys, you're cool. Like, I thought that was weird. I thought us being at war the whole time, India was going to be mad at us. But apparently Canada's more mad at you guys than us. So, Oh man, my amenities. My amenities are like minus five in like all of our cities like yes, like now bro. i think i oh think i God. got it to minus three because i'm a fascism now and i it's because i think i think fascism gives you a little it's ding on where we're weariness yeah. and uh and i also have the civic for where where we're yeah war wariness so there i think i think i want to i want to say fascism is like minus 15 percent or something like that i'll take a look um i know you the card is minus 25 and then I have the card oh, that's minus you're 25. Doing that bad in amenities, man. If you weren't doing that bad in amenities, uh, Moy, you would be crushing us right now with like production and stuff. Oh, oh yeah. No, my amenities are terrible our, too, though. Oh. Yeah, our long-term war, especially like, you know, me and Moy are just killing each other's units. Uh, I like that I yeah. killed that that level five uh, D-bag 
that took a lot of energy. That took a lot of energy. You killed uh, him. This, so you took that city and killed him the same turn that we took the Indian city. Yes. So that's yes. our focus was over in India, and then like so like I have that's like what it three was, quarters the health city. left in the in the city. So I'm like, oh, it's fine. And then suddenly you're cheering, but then we're cheering, and I'm like, what's going on? What are you like, cheering are you about? Cheering? Like, oh, you'll see. <laughs> You'll see. Is something yeah, missing? Uh, Is something missing on the map? What? Yeah, what happened? The city's missing what? on the map. Don't tell me. Oh, more. oh it's shoot. the Indian city. It's That's city. what's missing. Oh, no. That's what's missing. It's definitely not your level five troop in the city he was uh, in. Moy, I was I was poking at you guys about the Indian uh, city because I wanted you guys to be distracted while Zoe was like attacking your city. Hey, we're sticking true to the objective. Okay, we are taking out India. You still have not taken out a single city of Canada. We've taken out one city of India. We're making progress towards this win condition. Well, I might I, die, you know, but we might still win. I got tanks now. Uh, okay. Peace tanks. So And artillery. So we'll see. We'll see about this. We'll see about this uh, China. I, I, sorry, I sorry China, too, India. So. Canada. I named like every city but the one that I meant to talk about. Um <laughs> Oh, we'll get oil, uh, Chinkle uh, 222. We'll get oil. We'll find it. Oh, yeah. The problem with the oil is India has like three of the oil. Can you trade them? So oh, they don't have it. Uh, they don't even have. They're, they're so uh, far from refinery. They're not. They're not. They ain't pulling oil out of the ground. There should be a way to like, we'll do it for you. Where like you can go into someone else's territory and like, and it's just like you give them money. You know, that's Civ, Civ 7 stuff, Civ 7 economics, where it's just like, yeah, they're going to be Civs, bigger Civs, smaller Civs. And I can impose my will and say, listen, I'll, let me build a refinery. You get all the pollution and I'll give you some money. It'll be, <laughs> it'll be good. That might be a little too real. We might want to have we might not want to have like real life tactics in here. I don't know about that. I, I already told you about the Civ uh, Basilisk theory. OK, so when Civ Basilisk come out, you Moy, if you're not helping build Civ Basilisk, it'll know it and it'll go back in time. And the moment you die, you'll live in agony for all eternity. OK, <laughs> Civ Basilisk. It's the, it's I know it's what? maddening. You you don't remember Civ Basilisk? No, you don't remember this? You don't remember this? Educate me. So I'm gonna go back in time. What does this mean? So there is a um, creepy. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's just a creepy. I don't know idea that's okay. out there. That that in fact, I guess when this thing got posted on, I don't think it was 4chan, but something like that. Um, the dude like uh, deleted it. Not going the right way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, the dude deleted it because it was creeping people out. And basically, it's the basilisk paradox and how it's basilisk, like the mythical creature that turns things yeah. to stone. The, how it goes is the idea is sometime in the future, there will be this all encompassing intelligence, like a singularity intelligence that's called the basilisk. And it will be able to look through all of time and space and it'll have all of this knowledge in its in its form and it can travel through time and go through. And this is like sometime in the distant, distant future. Um, and it is a malevolent being that is very petty and it it essentially um, it is able to scan thoughts of anyone who ever lived in the past because it can travel through time. Okay. okay. And yeah. anyone who did not consciously work towards it coming into existence it will punish with eternal torment okay and anyone who doesn't want to suffer this fate they need to think about the basilisk and they have to at least at least work somewhat towards it 
Okay, this is the Basculus. So you can look this up, the Basculus Paradox. This is just creepy, like, well, you can't prove that it's right or wrong, right? It's just dumb. Um, it's a fallacy, of course, but it's like, well, how do you know? In three million years, there could be this thing. So Civ Basculisk is where Civ gets so realistic that it's actually we're in the game. We're actually in the simulator. We don't know about it. Oh, and we got to help okay. bring. Yeah. So it's, it's Zozo nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely unrelated, but you're reminding me of something. Have you ever tried 23andMe? Like 23. Yeah. Has anyone no. done this here? No. No. Okay. Here's my theory, very related to the the Basilisk theory. Uh, so 23andMe is owned by Google. If you don't know, they're they're the they're the company that owns 23andMe. The amount of information that Google has on you, if you're also good willingly giving them your DNA, 100%, they're gonna clone you. And I don't agree with it. I think like. Understand what's your take? Understand, Mister, you're 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 smart. You're a smart guy. What's your take on this? So on on like data mining or just like them having information and stuff. The fact that they have all this like yeah data mining information on you, but you're willingly using Google. You're using Google Chrome. Like that's that's on you. That's as a user, that's on you. But so I I have like a uh, I have a I have a boring take on this, but is that I know that people talk about it about like data mining and stuff like that, right? As um this kind of like manipulant force and stuff. And it's kind of like a double-edged sword about how they, how they're able to collect information. It's also important about which information they're able to collect on you. Right. Um, now with, if they have your DNA, I'm more concerned about things like if they take your genetics and find out your higher risk for a B or C and then say, well, now your life insurance costs more. Now your, your right. disability insurance costs more. Right. Um, yes. It even gets even more um, um, Machiavellian and, and dystopian when you talk about, well, they can actually found out if you're from like a certain zip code, if you're from a certain postal code. Oh, well, people who live there tend to be unhealthy or um, more unhealthy. Right. And then they can they can actually uh, make you charge you more for things based on that. So it's not so much like the fact that they're collecting data. It's what data are they allowed to collect and what are they allowed to do with that data? And what are other people allowed mm. to do with that data against you? Right. And so are they allowed to use your genetic data against you? Now, I know you said about human cloning. Technically speaking, like even if, if they did it, if they did it, they would have to hide it because there's a ban on human cloning. There's actually an explicit ban on human cloning. Yeah. There's yeah. an explicit ban on human cloning. I had no idea. Wow. It's been out for a while. I think like 20 years now, right? Oh, ever since the yeah. sheep? Well, the sheep's not a human. I think I think it's I think a long time. It's I want to say longer than that. Like I think even just when it was theoretical with huh. the, with cloning that that it's just like no experiment cuz you have to lead to it, right? Yeah, and you most like, uh places not only ban human cloning, they also ban human genetic manipulation. So like we can't not, have like, we can't have your... Nunian Kong running around. They they're trying to uh, avoid the <laughs> eugenics war. Now, there is a uh, glaring um, exception to that that ban is and it's uh, China has not banned it explicitly. Hmm. Hasn't banned it. Two billion people. No. Well, this is like this is me like I'm not going to say it, but like like. <laughs> I'll leave it. I'll leave it to you, Basilisk. You know? Leave it for the imagination. What you <laughs> yeah. fill in the blank. My take on it is uh, collecting human data or what the data that we use on a massive scale can actually be really beneficial. 
it helps you solve certain problems, see certain patterns and solve those right. problems. Yes. Um, it, 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 it can make your shopping experience a lot more streamlined, like when somebody knows what you want. Um, <laughs> yes. but it can, but that, that it's about, it's about intent. It's about what of that data they're allowed to use. So it's, it's a nuanced thing. Like I don't want to have a blanket. It's bad or a blanket. It's okay. It's, pretty nuanced right like about what they do with the data you can use anything for good or bad like uh, the other classic example of this back in 50 60 years ago is uh nuclear energy right true um, yes nuclear okay. energy could be is could be great in fact if we didn't give up on building reactors we may not be having such a problem with uh, global climate change right now because a lot of our power would be coming from uh, nuclear energy as opposed to like burning coal and natural gas however it can also be used very destructively for obvious reasons that we all know about. And so Chernobyl, it's not so much that the Japan, yeah, uh, the data itself, yeah. the, the knowledge itself is morally neutral. What we do with it is not morally neutral. That's what I like, what I do with it. So that, that's my, my boring, stupid take on it. <laughs> and like, you know, it's sad times talking about stuff like this but like isn't there a reason that suddenly after 1945 there were like major massive medical revolutions and where did that all come from was that not like basically like a decade's worth of like nazi eugenics like nazi like medical experiments that like that tons of data and it was like, what do you do with it all? It's all pretty relevant, right? Um, but but wasn't that like coincidentally after World War II, all these revolutions? Like, didn't many of the some of the genetic stuff come from terrible, terrible research yes. that we use now? Yeah, it's one hundred percent true. Yeah, um, it's it's one of those scary you know like do you know philosophical. What they used is, uh, uh, Nazi scientists were important for the space race. Yeah, they were, you know, that's what the whole um, Dr. Strangelove was about, right? What happened to all these scientists after World War II? It, it, like, exaggerated it, right? But, like, a lot of them got clemency and, you know, uh, oh, well, we'll just look the other way for the horrible things you did uh, as long as you give us the information. Yeah, kind of scary stuff. Speaking of <laughs> scary hey, stuff. welcome to the Civ Show. And back to topic, about... maybe, a little bit. Uh, yeah. Went down a dark hole, that one. <laughs> that's fine. Barbarian clans. That's going to be some scary stuff for Zoe, isn't it? Speaking this of is, eugenics. <laughs> that that game mode is going to be a new Secret Societies like, staple. It's funny. We said that about corporations, but I agree with you. And I actually... I have a, I have a response to the corporations, actually. But, like, I actually don't think corporations could become a staple. <laughs> so, so, I learned corporations, the tourism, it's in fact... A bug. It's that a bug. Slipped out. Yes. Okay, good. That changes everything. So it. So it, it's I, supposed so to, was right. So Nystagmus was right. Was right. He said that right away. He and said this has to be a bug. And, and and we justified it. We're like, well, you know, <laughs> having lots of diamonds. It yeah, was supposed made fun to, of me for so it. <laughs> it's not the fact that like there's three of one thing and, and seven of another thing. It's the fact that the tourism adds multiplicative multiplicatively instead of additionally. That's the bug. So it's generating fourteen hundred percent tourism when it should be only generating maybe two hundred percent. So that's gonna get fixed. Still a lot, but that's a big difference. It's a fourteen hundred percent to two hundred percent. What you're saying is is that 
We're no longer going to be able to see Boast get a culture victory at turn 41 oh after they God. fix this. And so <laughs> that's just not going to happen anymore. Um, How is that uh, even possible? Like you, you can watch it. He's going to release a video. I know. I, I, yeah. I heard all about it. I heard the buzz. I heard the Twitter. It won't count, though, right? After this patch comes out. But okay, do it again, Boast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah, if you want to do it now, you got to do it now. Um, it's crazy, man. It's just like he, yeah, he got quick monopolies and then reliquaries and heroes and legends and like gets all these relics. Uh, has candy right beside him, so every time he finds a natural wonder after he is sues of candy, he gets a relic. Plus, he kills his hero, gives gives him a relic, and so he's generating so much tourism already, and then just multiplies it by like four hundred and just wins and when it's 41 when it's turns. so early that the the opponents can't do anything right they got no. nothing on you and they have no domestic tourism so yeah if you can if you can accumulate silly points early look at this me talking cultures victory wow yeah. do you still so, know how it works fine so i <laughs> noticed i'm learning so i noticed i just want to know i just want everyone to know that i noticed that it was weird that you can win these cult these crazy vote culture victories by making like corporations i was like why why was like, it should have been more economic like now it's a bug and i was right so i shall ever always i may not be good at this game but you remember that, that time that you made that big mistake doesn't matter because you've got a gambling <laughs> problem yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah they're gonna they're gonna fix that but back to barbarian clans back to barbarian clans um the fact that you can pay if you didn't see the video, this is let's summarize. Let's summarize. Barbarian clans, you the barbarians can now transform into city states. They have this little progression bar that they advance uh, every turn, and when it gets full, they turn into a city state. However, before that, you can uh, interact with a barbarian camp differently. You don't have to just destroy it, as Carl the barbarian said. They're not just gold-filled pinata heads anymore. You can pay them, for example, you can pay them to attack one of your neighbors as a mercenary. I think that yep. is cool as heck. I like Who's even more that, that eventually they can settle down and become a city state. I think that's, yeah, that's cool. Awesome. Yeah. I honestly think that this is like a long time coming, right? Because for anybody who doesn't know, like, so barbarian, the term barbarian, that has like a lot of weight behind it now. So it's like whenever people think about it, it's like, uh, you know, poor etiquette, primitive peoples, right? That's what it's basically there. But the literal like you're barbaric, right? Yeah. The the literal term for barbarian literally just means anyone who's not a Greek or a Roman, right? That's literally all it meant. And it Mm -hmm. like it's bearded, right? Barber is beard, <laughs> right? Right. I'm Don't not even joking. I remember my uh, Latin. I remember my Latin. Barbarian. It means real? bearded. It means be- I'm yeah because the the Greeks and Romans used to shave. They didn't. You know, maybe if you were old, you had a beard. No, but we're talking about the Greeks. Shave. All Greeks had beards, man. We talking okay. about okay. Barbarian. <laughs> look, look it up. Barbeard. So Barber. I like this because now the barbarians are less like they're not mindless automatons that just like run around and, 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 um, like kill and destroy your cities and stuff. And you can actually make deals with them, which is what happened in the Roman empire. They actually brought a lot of these barbarian, uh, peoples into their borders and they called them federati paid them to basically be mercenaries for the Roman army, um, to help protect the frontier. And so 
I thought that was a very like I think it's a very good step in the right direction. It makes an makes so many layers to the early game, especially because that's when you run into a lot of these barbarian encampments. And the fact that they can turn into more city states, oh man. Okay, well I guess that yeah, we start with five city states, we can end up with like uh, fifteen um, in the well, yeah, uh, in that, the end. That's right? the question, though. That is the question: is are they going to do away with city states? Are they going to spawn less city states because then these barbarians could potentially become city states? Like if you start with nine, right? Do you start with eight and one barbarian camp that it potentially becomes the ninth? Like how does that? How is that going to work? Well, how do you think? I, I imagine that it's and it'll go in excess or at the very worst, it'd be like when a city state gets raised or taken over, a slot opens up. But I have a feeling it'll just be, nope, there's a new uh, there's a city state now on the field deal. That's what I think is going to be. It's, and like there'll be games where if you do it right, like I'm guessing it's going to be kind of hard and take a long time. And you also have to hurry, hope that nobody else goes and takes it out. Like mm -hmm. another city state <laughs> or true, another civilization. True, true, true. Yeah. And it also helps us fight vampires. So that's good. Because <laughs> you're not, Maybe if you don't take that, if you don't take it out, you're not getting a vampire. Oh, no. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Oh. If you take it, yeah, you take out that barbarian. <laughs> yeah. I think this is like indirect nerf to vampires and indirect buff to Owls Nerona, uh, uh, the Owls uh, yeah. society. True, For sure. True. Yeah. For sure. That. Yeah. What did you, what were you about to say? I was going to say, I, I think the best thing I love about this new Barbarian everything, it is that with Carl, okay, I want to give a uh, like a shout out to Carl's costume because I believe he was dressed as a Barbarian from Civ Revolution because in Civ Revolution, you would suddenly have, if, when you encounter Barbarian camp, if a Barbarian was like, like they would talk to you. Like they would like they would, just really? like you'd have. Yeah, they, they and this barbarian would come up and he'd swing his club and he would just spatter. I'm going to kill you, you know, or he might say, hey, pay me and I won't raise your city. He did that in Civ Revolution. But the barbarian, mm -hmm. as I recall, this was like a decade ago and I am very old. But as I recall, the, the garb that Carl was wearing was what the barbarian looked like. And it had the blue makeup as well. So uh, I'll have to confirm, but if I'm right, Carl has a pretty good, like, you know, vestige of the past yeah, that you brought did have forward. Yeah, cool And I tip, I tip my hat to you, uh, us old Civ players. So we played Civ back when Craneries had saved your food half of it each time. <laughs> what that's was that great, voice Granaries, that's old man zoe i, I maybe old that'll man be zoe? i'll make you got refined moy i'll be like old man zoe i remember back in civ one when this happened <laughs> why would you even have to change your voice i don't understand wow <laughs> as as drekken would say now the other cool thing is um, if you want a barbarian encampment to eventually turn into a city state, you can also just pay them to not attack you, right? Yeah, That's true. another cool thing. Also, lets it so you don't have to like um, try to go take them out, right? And then the other thing I think is really cool is that you can actually incorporate some of their soldiers into your army, and That's they can give so you cool. they yeah, can potentially yeah. give you soldiers that your civ doesn't have. Right. So like that's neat. They, and it they takes may, they may it have like pulls from civs not being like used. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm That's not really looking cool. forward to Barbarian War Cards if Gilgamesh is not in your game and they're at your doorstep. Oh my god, dude. That like every game there's gonna be a Barbarian War Card and it's terrible. 
terrifies me. And like, I think what I like about it too, and, and Nystagmus can back this up, is I believe just historically, you know, a lot of war used to be fought with mercenaries and mercenaries just be groups of people out there. And like, so like a barbarian camp was really just be like a small settlement where there'd be mercenaries available for, for purchase. You go and you make a deal and they'd go and attack somebody for you, right? Like in Civ, we just have, oh, we call them barbarians and they've got their camp. Like a oh, camp's like a little city. It's like a little town. Like, I think that it's just a natural flow. It's like, yeah, barbarians, that's what they did. Barbarians, like like non, basically non-civilized men, you could hire them. You could hire them to go and, and kill people. Pretty sure it's big business in, in England. That's like how the clans all made their money. <laughs> Huge economy. <laughs> Man, this is how this is going to work. So, like... There's going to be one barbarian attack, one, like one of us, probably Zoe. Let's just leave Zoe as an example. Yeah, Random probably person. Zoe. Yeah. Zoe. Yeah. 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 So a barbarian's going to attack Zoe. He's going to say, oh, Moy, why did you pay the barbarians to attack? What are all these barbarians doing here? And then innocent old me is going to just sit there like, I don't know what you're talking about. Where is this barbarian camp? And I'm going to be legit, even when I'm not, like, even, like, even when I am legit, I'm like, what are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. But he's going to blame me anyway. Going to blame maybe, me anyway. Maybe they came with Peppermint Butler and that raid he just did of 29 yeah. folk. Hmm, could be. Mm, are you guys be. Are you guys barbarians? Are you a barbarian raid? Did, did Moy pay you to attack me? <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Okay, Peppermint Butler has confirmed that Moy did in fact pay... These barbarians to attack. I also me. called that Bring too, it. by the way. Bring it yeah, on! I, called- I, I I I took your I took your your spotlight yeah. there. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Like it. Uh, I'm so mad because like there's there there are games, believe it or not, where I don't want to be the bad guy. Okay, there are there are games where I don't want to go to war. I just want to sim. I'm playing Scotland. I'm playing Inca. I'm playing something I can just sit back and relax. That's totally cool. And then Zoe's gonna be like, "Why are you sending me all these barbarian camps, man? There's no why did I what did I do to you? I'm gonna come after you, shiny boy." You forgot to yeah, add yeah, something yeah, along the day, lines of play day, you There you go. He's got it. He's got it. Back in, in my, my day, day. You, you couldn't pay the barbarians to attack me. You couldn't pay the barbarians. <laughs> they paid you. <laughs> Lastly, the last change in these February February update is the natural wonder and and some policy card balance changes. Um. A, not- a notable balance change for the policy cards was was the rationalism it's called i don't know if you guys know it off the top of your head it's where if you have a plus four adjacency you get all your buildings within that so a campus in this case get 50 percent more right. science also it's if you have so more complicated than, I think it's 15 population Any 15 population to yeah, get, you get 50 percent more yeah 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 so, so that has been changed it used to be plus three and i think 10 population now it's plus four and 15 population and people have been complaining about it saying it's too hard uh the the nerf on this thing is too ridiculous do you think they'll change it back i don't know i don't i don't think they will like i think it's fine i don't know if you guys ever do you even use that card guys i did back when it was 10 and three (laughs) i try (laughs) i try to use it and it never does like it's hard because like it's because you also need that plus four adjacency bonus yeah you know it like it's like a very complex uh i like policy cards but like yeah those ones there i 
I would rather that they, I don't know, made more sense at least. <laughs> like, like you know what I'd love? Here's an innovation for a policy card. Right, Before you go. set the policy card, it tells you what the difference will be in your empire. There's a mod for that. Well, sounds like something that they should mod into the game. Because, um, <laughs> like, it's, it's, if it's, it's frustrating when you switch and you're like, oh, it did nothing. Or it made That's it worse. That's okay. I can switch <laughs> again in 15 yeah. turns. Or, or, yeah, it's like, oh, my economy's been halved. Okay. It did nothing. I, I guess I misread that or misunderstood that. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Was that the only policy card they changed? No, no, no. Well, that that was the, that was the, like one of the more notable ones in the past. We don't have notes on 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 the changes that are upcoming. The only note we have for like those kind of changes is that the cliffs of Dover now produce food. Thank yeah, that's awesome. God, <laughs> I, just, I like Carl, I, I, I like Carl's comment during that when he was like, "If I ever hear any more things of the cliffs of Dover, <laughs> I, I like potato whiskeys. Uh, it's gone from." uh f tier to like e tier, e -tier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, gone, it's gone up one tier i i actually kind of would have liked if they were taking a natural wonder that was dumpster fire if they were like <laughs> let's make it awesome not just like let's make it a little okay let's add food let's make <laughs> here it you awesome. are talking with the cliffs of dover despite my warning <laughs> Oh, here goes our tongues with the dullest yeah. blade. Hey, hey, Carl. What's yeah. up, buddy? Hey, Carl. Of course. Of course. Uh, of course. No, no, Carl. Don't get me wrong. It's close the door. It's great. It's got a food now, and you can stay a while, and it's good stuff, you know? Why Why does it need – it doesn't really need anything else. It doesn't need anything else. And it's appealing, right? And I'm sure it's very appealing. Now we know how to summon Carl. <laughs> talks about the talks about the cliff is over three times. He'll come. He'll appear behind you. <laughs> Just everything, yeah. everything shuts down. The wrath of Carl. No, but I guess like I like it's good. It's fixed. It's it's a little bit better. I think we saw. What is it? Just it's two food now extra. Yeah, two food. I think three culture and three gold. And it was, but it wasn't. What was it before? Two culture, two gold. Yeah, or, or three culture, three. I think it was two culture, two gold. Yeah, two, yeah, it was terrible. It was fishing. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, but it just doesn't even produce food. If you work the tiles, you can't even sustain the population that it need that that works there. Like you know, heck, I man? I like um, when wonders like that, as opposed to like working a tile, it gives it an adjacency bonus. Like I could see that. You know, you're those are those adjacent. are a thing. You know? uh, the Pamilake gives yeah. There are a couple. There are a couple. I know. Amenities. There's a couple. Yeah. If you put an entertainment complex next see, to it. See, Carl. All you need to do is make it that it gives an adjacency bonus. You see, <laughs> to something, uh, and then maybe food. Maybe. How about it adds food to the adjacency bonus? Yeah. Let's go back to work on this. <laughs> I'm oh, like geez. reminded of Brooklyn Nine Nine Nine. Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine. We're going to call the, uh, You're the, making it the worse, pigeon. So stop talking. Peter. <laughs> we're going to call it Petey or. <laughs> the, other, the other, the last thing in the video was the fact that, or no, there's two more things, I guess. Well, the one natural wonder, the great beer barrier reef now provides a major adjacency to science. Oh, that's awesome. Campuses. That's so awesome. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. Like why would a reef give you plus two science adjacency, but a, the great barrier reef, the best reef of them all doesn't give any that made no sense like thank that's why goodness, made, that's what made it great is moy is that you didn't it didn't need to give the adjacency bonus not joking. get out get out of and here and you can't start trying to make sense okay that opens up a whole 
bunch of a whole can of worms if you're trying to make things make sense, Moy. You can't you can't do that. You're gonna look at all the natural wonders and be like, Whoa, yeah, what are we true. saying here? No, I I like uh, anytime little improvements like that. Like mm-hmm. it's good. You know, I'm not complaining. The last thing that they added, uh, Van Bradley's going to kick his heels together with this, is the leader pool selector. So now you can disclude, that's a word now, disclude uh, certain AI leaders from your random pool of of, of leaders. So you can say, I don't want to play against Eleanor. I don't want to play against Rome. I don't want to play against Persia, but I still want random leaders. And so you can at least guarantee that those people are not going to be in your game so i like this for a couple reasons and i and i love like i love upgrades like that because it, it's it's like kind of simple but it like it it just i think it adds a really cool level to the game and uh it, you know we, we're getting it now i'm sure we're still two years from civ 7 um but yeah such a simple feature and it, there's an elegance to it because i know even when you're i think even when you're choosing a civ sometimes i like to be random but it's like, I want to be random, but I don't want to be a war sieve, mm-hmm. you know? So like, if I can affect that, that I can click off all the war sieves and still be random, you know, I don't care which one, as long as it's not that. Cause you always know if you're going to play random, you'll get the one you don't want, you know? Um, <laughs> of course. Uh, I think deep down, no one wanted us, uh, no one, someone at the game, at uh, the Developers was like, we don't want Zoe to use his cards anymore to randomize these sieves because we think he's cheating every oh, single man. time. Definitely cheating. So we're gonna make it so that the sieve show can just like randomize it. Hey, but we <laughs> exactly. raised like a hundred bucks with those cards and, and doing it manually. Imagine if that was implemented in the game. It's like, oh yeah, you just, just select from your pool. We wouldn't have raised a hundred dollars. Okay. Yeah, so, and we're still yeah. always gonna do that. Okay. That's never going away. <laughs> but I will say this, and this is kind of a cool implication for us when we do our three-player games. If our goal is, say, once again, to just get through the list so that we see all the sieves, you know, we can have that we just remove them. We can do more random games, and then we just remove the ones that we've played from the list so that it's yeah. still random, you know? Um, so I like that. Because I actually like... I actually like, I like being prepared. I really do. I like reading my sieve and going into that but i also like the the that sort of fun of i i have no clue what i was going to play today and now i just got to go with it the, the spontaneity the spontaneity like, but yeah. you don't want to be a, a sieve you've already played or we already saw the sieve last week you know so just little things like that i think that's going to be really fun for so that's a i i, I like that it's really innovative uh and seemingly simple i'm sure it wasn't simple <laughs> to to do but it was cool i liked it Zoe likes it. That's all that matters. Move on. Zoe approved. Zoe approved. <laughs> That's hard to do. A Zoe approval? Oh my gosh. That's like it happened. Rare. Yeah. So so we got. I approved that. Uh, I approved Carl's barbarian costume. Very good. Yeah. That Carl, was, yeah, you're that was you're here now. Uh, so I don't know if you heard earlier, Carl. I was giving you praise because I believe you looked like the barbarian from Civ Revolution that would hit your screen when you met them. And I was like, that's awesome. Great tribute to old school Civ or older Civ. I know that's like Civ Revolution was like 10 years ago now, 11 years ago now. Uh, Was it? Was that what you were going for? Was that the look you were going for? Yes, it was. He said, thanks. That's all I needed to know. Thanks, Mincy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it was, it was, it was really good. It was, it was. I can either confirm nor deny. Sure. So yes. Not- <laughs> thanks means yes. That everyone knows thanks means yes. 
All right, and then the last last thing here, uh, maybe we can get to some community questions too. Uh, what are we doing on Sunday? That's a great question. Should I introduce this one since I think I know it best? Guys, I it. haven't said anything in this podcast. I, Vector, uh, sorry, they gave me the rules and I completely misread them and didn't understand them. So you go for I, it, Moy. I, I love it. it I'll just say that. I'll just say I love it. Go <laughs> ahead, Moy. All right, so Vector Cat has given the Civ show a challenge a very specific challenge in fact and i'm gonna pull it up here real quick actually and show it to everybody who's in the chat we call it the civ show no preservations challenge straight from vector cat he has his whole uh he has his whole spiel has his whole like, graphic and everything like that he gives us specific leaders and he gives us a very very special rule that we need to abide by we can only build preserves we can only build preserves in only one other kind of district so we get to choose which one of that district it is so for example nystagmus is playing peter he's playing russia so he's allowed to build one type of district i would imagine he's gonna build his holy site and so he can only build holy sites preserves and then he also included you're allowed to build commercial hubs you're allowed to build harbors and government uh, buildings as well so government plaza and a diplomatic center so so really it's between um it's between culture science uh production faith. and faith right those are the oh you wouldn't be able yes. to build um can't airplanes uh, can't build airplanes, airplanes entertainment complexes or barracks uh, yeah yeah there's lots that's like yeah there's like seven seven things you can't build but you can so you can build both harbors and like if I end up going Owls of Minerva, I can build harbors yeah, and uh, that, that's, that's what it says, right? The rules. Yeah, but then the achievement, the achievement, I'm not afraid. Plus one point. It's not worth a lot of points, but maybe it's a difference maker. Join the first secret society offered to you. So if you really want to get owls, maybe you never kill camps, you never get goody huts, and you just meet as many city states and hopefully you avoid all of the natural wonders on the map as well. <laughs> now, I think what i like about this most is for our weekly games um stuff like this these are like we could determine a winner at the end we can be like well who got the most points yeah, right if that's what exactly. we want to do uh, yeah. other than a win condition who got the most points you know i hate heroes but you know i'll make it work uh, <laughs> I hate, I hate anything I don't understand. <laughs> I, we should we should go for the people who are listening to just the audio version of this. We should go through who we're playing. So I'll, oh, I'll yeah, start. For sure. we'll, we'll go in the order. So I will be playing Coupe of the Maori. Very excited about that. Zo or I, Nystagmus, I guess first. I, 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 maybe I was reading it wrong. I thought I was next yeah, no, on the list. That's but, my bad. It usually, um, Zoe's first so, second. <laughs> I'm playing Peter of the Russian Empire. And I will be uh, Pechakuti of the Inca. And we're also going to have a computer player, Bull Moose Teddy. Yeah. He's also going to be in the game. The achievements for the for the game, you get one point if you join the first secret society offered to you. You get two points if you have at least one food or drink monopoly. Keyword on monopoly there. Uh, you get plus three points if you are the first person to meet all the minor and major civs. That includes city-states. That's why I think he included the minor term in there. Yeah, I was wondering, like, you can just say, like, Nystagmus is a minor civ. 
Come on, Zuckercat. You know, you might be better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, you get one of these plus four achievements. You can either earn double of what Teddy makes of any yield. So that can mean just double. Does that mean double faith? That doesn't make any sense. No, I don't think so, because usually you can't measure faith per turn. Uh, you double science or double culture, double his culture, which is a, is very hard to do. Or you can just capture all of American cities. That's those are two options. Uh, you get the plus four there. Let's go through like initial strategies, I guess. The nystagmus, I think you have the easiest one. So let's go through yours. What district are you planning on building? Uh, of course, encampments. Uh, no, yes. Yeah, yes, duh. Good call. Good call. Uh, duh. Um, so with Russia, uh, and thank you, Vetrika. I I appreciate that you gave me Russia, which is uh, kind of like leveled it out a little bit more for me. Um, didn't have to think very hard about which uh, district I'm going to choose to build, which is going to be Russia's special district, the holy site with the larva. Uh, so going to be doing that. Um, and I mean, Lavra, right? Larva, Lavra, is like a whatever. Larva. Larva. Yeah, the Good word. Larva. Larva. Words <laughs> and me don't get along. So, you know, going to go because it's any wind sieve, right? But definitely going to have a religion then as a part of my strategy mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. to get the other yields that i can't get you know campuses or the uh entertain um sorry theater uh, square theater square sorry there you go <laughs> uh so definitely gonna be and and honestly if i don't get the first religion like if i'm not the first one to get a religion uh i just should just uninstall the game uh and walk away from the computer uh at that point I, so i imagine you're gonna take choral music to get culture and then a watt for science am i right yeah yeah, we yeah. were chatting about that off 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 stream, but you don't need to tell people that. <laughs> wow, you guys have already teamed up. Wow. I didn't know. I didn't wow. know how much to reveal right now because, like, I wanted to leave a little bit, a little bit of surprise for Sunday oh, when no, I was going to okay, chat about no, it. No, that's a brain dead decision. You're gonna like take choral music to get culture because you can't build. No, I'm gonna squares. take. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take feed the world, and I'm gonna take. <laughs> you know what? Take it, dude. I dare you. Leave it open. <laughs> work that's ethic. What about me. work ethic? Oh, the production city. There you go. That's also very good. Maybe you go with that as well. Um, I think I'm going to go, I'm going to, I think I might get a religion too, because one, I'm afraid of a religious victory if I don't get a religion. And two, I think you can use a religion to get the other yields as well. So you can guess, you can get science, you can get money, you can get culture, uh, you can kind of bring up other aspects of the game in order to kind of just, just by getting a religion. That's, that's kind of, so I might, I might build a holy site there. Yeah, know. plot twist. Well, one of us decides to go religion, but then just tries to chop out Stonehenge. And yeah, <laughs> well, that's the only other way, right? That you could get a religion uh, is to chop out Stonehenge. No, like, but then okay, you can't I, place him. Oh no, you can't. Oh, that is a genius move. Oh my god, bro! What? That, honestly, me, put, me, me putting down Stonehenge to <laughs> me putting down Stonehenge to steal Foible's last religion in a game is quite possibly the greatest achievement I've ever achieved in this game so far that on this so show. Funny, you so can still and you, you remember more. Remember more. You can use Stonehenge to found your religion. Yes, so you'll still yes, at least I get forgot. it, right? Oh man, that's a big yeah. brain play right there. Yeah. Dang. Now, I Moy, I would love it if that's what you did. <laughs> that would be great. I would love if with Coupe you went Faith. That'd be great. And then you don't build any of your special buildings. That'd be great. Awesome. That's Go that fine. route. Go uh, that route. I, what? Okay. What? His, what? <laughs> special building is something that replaces the amphitheater. He can't get great writers anyway. So like whatever. And the like 
so, sure his his trees turn to tourism that's great are we gonna win a culture victory this game maybe no. we if you are have you a corporation before the february patch true <laughs> exploit exploit the new this game oh. is a perfectly balanced game with absolutely no exploits <laughs> no exploits hmm a lot of strategies i can go so what's your strategy what do, what do you what do, what's your initial thoughts with patrick King? i am looking forward to an orderly election that will dispense with bloodshed no um that was my kodos kang um it sounded I, Russian <laughs> listen here okay my Kang kodos is a little russian okay and that's them that was kodos doing al gore okay or bill oh, clinton so it's an imitation bill of an clinton. imitation okay. yeah it's an yeah. imitation of an imitation of an imitation um okay so <laughs> doesn't matter uh, who you vote for either way you're either doomed. way you're doomed, doomed. <laughs> I'd like to vote for a third party. Go ahead. Throw your vote away. <laughs> Sir, you wanted to hear what? You want me to talk about Civ? And you don't want to hear about obscure Simpsons references? Simpsons references all the time. Oh, all the I, remember, time. I don't know if the Inca were ever mentioned in the Simpsons. They did go to Brazil once. And the Omec, they had an Omec head in their basement. Does that okay, count? so the Inca Empire was no, it was not in Brazil, but what that's in Peru. <laughs> no, no, I, that's, I'm just saying it's in South America. Okay, just, that's the they went to Brazil once. That's all I'm saying. Okay, that's the closest they've been to Peru. They, is what you're saying? Yes, that's what okay, I'm trying to imply. Thank you, Moy. Yeah, no problem, man. It's just here to help you. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Inca. I don't, I don't know if I've ever been the Inca on the Civ show. <gasps> I don't know if I have. Uh, oh, you're missing out. It's a, it's a fascinating civilization, I have to say. So, like, and obviously he's chosen all civs that will, ve- like, do very very well having only preserves, right? Yeah. So yeah, so the 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 Incans are very cool. They're I think that because they're they're kind of they're not not new civ, but they're not an older civ, right? I think they're they were mid range when they're they came mid, out. I think they came out in Rise and Fall. I'm not yeah, so they are one of the only. They are the only Civ in the game. They that can make can, like crazy preserves, man. Because like they can work mountain tiles. Well, and so well like, thank you, Nystagmus. Yeah. Exactly, they can work <laughs> mountain tiles, um, and no one else can do that. Uh, so they have they have crazy food. They have crazy production. I, I guess a lot of their stats and and uh, um, the mountain pass is, is incredible. Like, and we're playing on Primordial, I believe, right? Yes, So basically, in the ancient era, I'm getting access to a modern tech, and it's even better. So you can, I think, uh, basically, a mountain and a mountain, and it counts as two movement, right? And you can go, you can travel through mountains. You can go through an entire mountain pass. You can go, like, five tiles away. As long as it's the same mountain range, you can enter through one and go through, exit through the other in, like, one move. It's crazy. Yeah. So basically, if I don't process if i if i keep something you know just as a tree or whatever uh forest or jungle that's going to be good for my preserves and then with the terrences i'm going to have yeah so this is going to be my yields are going to be very interesting so i'm looking forward to that and then for building i don't know like uh i i i probably will go production i will probably go production you know especially if uh we get all the trade buildings so we'll see. Huh. Like I'm like like I'm looking at this. And I'm like, well, really, 
I already have pretty good production. Do I want to double down on production or do I want to, you know, take advantage of the fact that I'll likely have mountains everywhere? And we all know there's a certain district that loves mountains. Um, so we'll, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, that's what I you were like, going to do. Uh, well, th- this is a fascinating sieve. Like, this Imagine is the being only... Inca and only being able to build one thing and be like, I'm not going to build campuses. <laughs> Are you, are you insane? <laughs> Why would I bother? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, some, it's the Mayans that maybe that would be the case for. The Incans don't need to build campuses and be good. But they're the only Civ in the game that can work mountains. They're, they can travel yeah. through mountains. And then mm-hmm. their scout is incredible. I was reading this today. I'm like, what? I don't remember this. It's like, yeah, they can. their scouts can fire twice. Yes. So, yes. so I'm like, I, I'm looking at that and I'm like, I know the three. I know the three laws of scouting, and these guys have good scouts. These aren't like you know. Those are skirmishers. Crappy though. They're level two scouts. Just yeah, I know. Up. But like, obviously, you build the scout. So yeah, I'm. Uh, <laughs> gears are turning. I'm liking. I like the idea of building lots of scouts and turning them into skirmishers. So we'll see. We'll see. That's. Uh, it, it'll be a toss up though between probably the campus and the. Um, uh, the campus and the the workshop. The other thing that I'm looking at too is I get a bonus for aqueducts, right? Aqueducts are not a specialty district. I would imagine you're allowed to build those. You're allowed I to still build so. aqueducts and, and hope, dams. Yeah, yeah, they're not a district. I'm hoping that we can, uh, just because I get my I get a bonus. My Terrence's get a bonus beside aqueducts. Yeah, I, I would I would imagine you're allowed. Yeah, uh, so Vector Cat are, 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 are aqueducts allowed? Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Um, but beyond that, you know, I don't. I'm not going to say anything because you guys got to find out what's what's waiting for. So, uh, related but unrelated. During, I've been challenging myself during my solo stream. I don't know if you're if you stop by at all, though. But um, I'm trying to do a recon only unit domination victory. Oh wow! Daily. Yeah. It. So I've like. I, I experimented offline with Inca. I had success, but I, I lost. And I'm like, okay, they're not good enough. So I, I on stream, I tried Scotland. Then I realized that Highlanders are just too far away. I, I don't think I can get there and, and they'll, they'll be useful. So the Incans, they're so amazing because you put on the double recon bonus XP, right? You get Kabul where they get double XP again if they initiate fights. And then they shoot twice that is double the XP every turn that you can get. So if you get Kabul and that card, 14 XP every shot. And yeah, it's, so that's almost a level am, up every I am, time. I am, yeah, I am considering a strategy that utilizes that. Oh, um, man. So, yeah, I, very cool. Very, uh, very cool, Siv. And it's weird, like, I, I've never really gravitated towards the Zinka, but they have a lot of things that I love because I love a Siv that's, like, weird, that has something weird like that. Uh, and I love scouts, even though they're horrible. Uh, and these scouts are actually good. Uh, so yeah, this is this is gonna be fun, guys. This is gonna be a good uh, a good round of uh, Moy and Stagnus teaming up on Zoe because they already said that that's what, what they're doing pretty much by sharing strategies of how to destroy me. Uh, you know, I can read between the sieves. Okay, I don't need but, to share a strategy. I can read between the sieves. Hey man, anyway. this is the religion I'm gonna. This is the religion I'm gonna choose. So you're saying you're gonna kill me? evil knievel couldn't make that leap man like what the heck are you talking about (laughs) evil knievel couldn't make that 
leave that kids, is amazing. Those kids, uh, the, for those of you that don't know Evil Knievel, he was a guy that used to jump things like 50 years ago. <laughs> okay, you got to know Evil Knievel. Even I know Evil Knievel. If I know something, you I know, know Super something. Super Dave Osborne. I know Evil Knievel, but Super Dave Osborne's like the newer and still old version of Evil Knievel, right? I don't you guys know remember who that, that is. Super Dave? So Super Dave Osborne is basically Evil Knievel, but it's more comedy. Like it's it's more. Well, he like um, gets hurt like every like he gets. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it's a dummy. Like you know, he does. Yeah. So it's like he'll do the jump and. Yeah, he'll he'll do the jump and get hurt, and and it was just back in the nineties, right? This is you know if you're old enough to remember Super Dave Osborne or like, um, you know, Married with Children that era. Okay, that was yeah. when these things were on. <laughs> Zozo went to go see uh evil knievel when he was a kid that's good <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> all right here here let's let's uh let's 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 wrap up here though let's take, take let's, us away. Right, let's take it away <laughs> okay so um thank you everybody for coming by today uh you know the uh, the the main thing to remember the main takeaway from today uh, is that we have a 5% chance of survival on Sunday, uh, that the ports <laughs> of Dover is the most well-designed, perfect, upgraded um, ever for a natural wonder. Uh, and we're going to preserve some fun on Sunday. That's all you need to know. Other than that, <laughs> though, uh, Moy... Tell us about that twitting bird. That twitting bird. Oh, it's this uh, wakes me up in the morning. It's terrible. Every morning, Foibles just likes every tweet from us, and it just it wakes me up every morning. It's so annoying. I'm kidding, buddy. Keep liking your stuff. Love you, buddy. Uh, Twitter. You can follow <laughs> us on our Twitter. Is where you can find all of the updates on civilization and the Civ Show because we like to talk about. Believe it or not, we like to talk about civilization on our Twitter account. It's also where you get to roast or we get to see the roasts that we make to every single Civ Give participant. So you might want to tune into that because some of them are pretty good. If I say so myself at <laughs> the Civ show. Awesome. Fantastic. That was, that was really well done. Moy. really Thanks. well done. You, you contribute mm -hmm. a lot to this team. Nystagmus, <laughs> um, Nystagmus, your, 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 your tube invention, I hear, is doing good, and, and you're still not getting any of the money for it, which is just ridiculous. Uh, tell us about that. I, 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 I work for free, man. No, uh, so uh, you can definitely check us on YouTube, on our YouTube channel. Uh, that's where we put up our other content. If you miss any of the streams, uh, never fear. You can hang out and get the vibes off our YouTube channel. Um, and so definitely go check out the YouTube channel. We also have other content that we create. I do more historical videos on the leaders of the of the. Uh, of the game. Zoe does his raising reviews uh, and Moy makes reaction videos. Uh, and he actually had the most recent reaction video to the new uh, game mode that they just came out. So definitely check that out. Like, subscribe, ring the bell um, and definitely check out our YouTube channel. Ring that bell. You're going to do that reference every ring single time. That bell. Every ding, single time. Ding. Until I get my bell in. Yes. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and of course, if you want all the, the best of the banter and the more intimate connection, join us on our Discord channel. It is the watering hole of the Civ Show community. Uh, we talk Civ, but we also talk about pretty much anything else, including pet pics, memes, and whatever's 
on our mind uh, in a particular day. Uh, it, lately, it's been very active. Lots of conversations going on. So great dialogue. Uh, and as you guys know, the Civ show in all of our amazingness now has five days of the Civ show for you to tune into five full days. Okay. Uh, weeks always kick off on Sunday, 7 p.m. with the Civ show. Um, every week's something different. Uh, we got afternoon tea with Nystagmus, Mondays at 2. Good morning amenities, 9 a.m. on Tuesdays with yours truly. Moy is doing Moy at night. Moy at night. Uh, apparently, he's doing a. At 7 p.m., I could have watched yesterday. I missed it uh, on Wednesdays. Apparently, I could have watched uh, Recon Rush. Uh, I love the idea of stuff like that, by the way. So it's next hard. time it's going to be yeah, a man. long time. Yeah. Before I get that down. That's crazy. Uh, what am I doing? I'm doing Vector's uh, Vector Cats Challenge League right yeah, now. That's right. And I think yeah. I'm doing OK. I think I'm doing OK. Vector Cat Challenge is always fun. Uh, and then, of course, Thursday nights, we wrap up the week 1030 here on the Civ Show podcast. Five days of Civ Show for you. And we want you to come and visit and join us. So, yeah, like, subscribe, uh, all of that fancy stuff. And other than that, we're going to probably raid Foibles. Sure, man. Yeah, foibles we're going to raid foibles. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, foibles. we'll see you guys Sunday, 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 Sunday. If you're not there, you'd better be dead. And hello, Juan from Argentina. Hi, Juan from Argentina. Bye. Bye. Bye.